Welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast, your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. Well, hey there, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and this is episode 55. And today, we're having a dad chat. So this is a little bit of a special episode for me. I am really excited to be bringing Thomas back on to the podcast as we celebrate our first baby's third birthday this week, December 10th. Janie is going to be turning three. And I thought that we could kind of commemorate and celebrate by having him back on to the podcast to talk about his perspective of our first pregnancy, the first birthing experience, and just our life with Janie and what that's been like, because it has been a crazy, fun, amazing ride. So I cannot wait to get his perspective. So bring all of your uh, partners over, all the dads-to-be, if you want to hear the sage wisdom from Thomas. This is going to be a good one. Now, before we jump into the episode, I do want to first thank the reviewer of the week, and that is Care Jane. She says, supportive and inspirational. This podcast has been an integral part of my support system as I plan for a home birth with my first pregnancy. When making this decision, friends and family often don't understand or are judgmental. When I'm feeling down, or less confident, I know I can always come back to the Happy Home Birth podcast to hear positive, inspirational stories of home birth. Thank you for sharing these stories. I love hearing the tidbits of wisdom, and I know it will help me in my first birth. Kara Jane, thank you so much. That means the world to me, and really that is just the whole crux of this podcast is to help you moms have a support system wherever you are in the journey. This is for you. So thank you so much. And if you'll email me at Caitlin at myhappyhomebirth.com, I will be sending you a happy home birth podcast sticker. Guys, if you'll go ahead and take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and upload it to your Instagram stories, tagging happy home birth podcast. I will return the favor on my stories. I am so grateful for you guys for spreading the happy home birth word. I like lost my train of thought as I was saying that sentence, whatever. Anyway, so the last thing that I wanted to talk about before we jump into the interview is this, and that is that over the next few weeks, the last few weeks in December, I am going to go on hiatus. So there will not be any episodes airing through these last few weeks of December. I want to take this time to focus on Advent, focus on Christmas, and enjoy some downtime with my family. I have just like worked myself a little too hard the last few months, and um, I just admit it. It's just been too much, and I really need a break, and I'm just exhausted. So this is going to be a fun episode to end on, and then I will see you guys back here at the very beginning of January. Um, but yeah, so I will be thinking of you during this hiatus, and I'm so excited to get the schedule going for next year. We've got some amazing episodes coming up, so look forward to that, and I'll miss you in the meantime, so hang out with me on social media, especially on Instagram, and if you're not friends with me on Facebook, if you're not following Happy Home Birth Podcast, go ahead and do that. So that is all that I have for you guys right now. Please remember that the opinions of my guests might not necessarily reflect my own, 
and that goes <laughs> for sure with Thomas. <laughs> I feel like I should probably start saying that in real life with him. Like, just so you guys know, these opinions are not mine. <laughs> anyway, we're neither one of us are um, professional. <laughs> Neither one of us are are medical professionals or professionals of any sort, I suppose. So please continue to see your doctor, your midwife, your chiropractor, if you're like me, and sit back and enjoy my adorable husband, Thomas. All right, Thomas, welcome back to the podcast. Oh, am I supposed to say something? Yeah, you're definitely supposed to say something. Well, hello. And you're also not supposed to shift the chair. I thought we talked about this. So this is clearly going to be a smashing success if it's, <laughs> if it's anything like last time. That was such a good podcast when we talked about Lillian's birth. So I thought it would be really fun to get Thomas back on here so that we could celebrate our Janie pie. What a sweet, sweet girl. <laughs> precious, precious angel <laughs> that she is. She's turning three, and what a three years it has been. Hopefully this will stop the terrible twos I'm really praying. Well, my mom always said the terrible twos, threes, and fours weren't so great. And Janie is just like me. So I feel like we've got endless fun, <laughs> which it really, it really is fun. It's just the girlfriend has a lot of energy. Yeah. It's hard to be mad when you're like trying not to laugh at the things she's saying. Right. It's like, <laughs> I can't laugh right now. But I am a little. So I thought today we could, or tonight actually, or this is 10.34 p.m., that uh, we... I'm sure we, they were wondering that. I, I am sure. I thought we could um, kind of just talk about the experience that we had with Janie's pregnancy, with the birth, and then, you know, just what fatherhood has been like for you so far. So let's just start out that way. What... What do you think about when you think of our first pregnancy experience? What stands out? Um, how mad you were at me all the time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, That's probably not honestly, a joke. I guess how unprepared I was for most of it, and I kind of part of it was the idea of well, it can kind of go on cruise control because Caitlin's you know been a doula, she's training as a midwife, she's got this covered. Whatever I need to do, she'll just tell me. It's not like you know, she'll figure it out and I'll figure it out. Um, which I found out later wasn't probably a good way to be, but I mean, it's like, you know, if your spouse has been training to fly an airplane their whole life and they take you on a trip, you're like, well, I feel safe and comfortable. You don't really have to think about anything, but, uh, yeah, I just kind of, I guess goofed a little bit on getting prepared for it. I mean, I was, I went to the classes and yeah. like the, you know, it wasn't like completely out of it, but I just thought, oh, this will be fine. It'll just happen how it happens and it'll be good. And I guess part of it was I didn't really know what you wanted me to do. And I guess you probably expected me to find that out, but I wasn't super involved with finding out exactly where you wanted me to be. I mean, I knew that you wanted me to catch Janie, even though that's not how it uh, worked not out. How it happened. <laughs> but that's pretty much all I knew. And I was like, well, I guess I don't really like to, I don't want to say I don't like to plan ahead, but I kind of like just to take things as they come. So, which is not really good, I guess. When you're having a home birth. Well, I mean, that was the birth, but I mean, the pregnancy as a whole, though, like, and, the, and, and honestly, I mean, the birth went very, very well compared to most first time births. No, it went great. I'm just saying for my, I guess I didn't feel like I was involved probably in the right way. Also, everyone's going to think I'm a big jerk. I'm sure she's talked about it before. 
But I, first of all, I get very sleepy when I'm stressed. <laughs> he stress sleeps. But also, I get really sleepy when I haven't slept in like two days. So, and even <laughs> though she says I slept the whole time, it was like an hour increments here and there. So I wasn't getting any REM. So. Uh, <laughs> okay, guys. There was not enough deep sleep. Just saying. So there was, but we'll get into that later, I guess, I'm sure. But, but yeah, during the pregnancy, um, I feel like it was pretty smooth sailing most of the time. It obviously didn't really hit me until... Uh, probably when we were driving in the car, the chiropractor after like day one of contractions, of that's when it really set in of like, cause Ken's a little dramatic as it is. I remember we were hitting bumps. She's like, Oh, Oh, every little bump. And I was like, are you kidding me? And then I was like, Oh wait, she's about to have a bit. Like it just like finally sunk in. Like this is happening and this, my life is changed forever. Like there's no going back to just me and her or like, you know, not having a kid. So that's when it like kind of set in for me. Cause before that it was. Not that I didn't think about it, it just wasn't real. Like, it just wasn't a real thing because it wasn't growing in my body or I wasn't really feeling it. I mean, I was seeing it, but it just completely was a foreign object, a foreign idea in my head until, I guess, that moment for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Also, Thomas did this weird thing in our first pregnancy where... Whoa, whoa, don't tell him about it. Where whenever... Janie would kick and I would be like, oh, feel, feel the baby move. He would like put his hand on my stomach for like two seconds and it is so true. No, I put my hand on there every single time and nothing would ever happen. No, you would. stick in there with my hand on your belly for like 10 minutes. Gross, right? No. (laughs) Just peeing me off that she wouldn't do it for me. Just like Lily won't say dada in front of me. Oh yeah. So Lillian has said her first word and Thomas, oh man, he had been campaigning hard for her to say dada and he won. He got it this time. Janie said mama first, but Lillian said dada this past week. But the catch is Thomas was away for work and she said it all week while he was gone. I got a video of it. So that was good. But he came home, and she has not said it once since he got back. I mean, she's a little shy. I get it. <laughs> it's so I'm a, I'm a big deal. He is a big deal. But anyways, yeah, but she, I mean, seriously, it was like every two minutes, I'd have to stop what I was doing to put my hand on her belly. She'd move it up. She'd move it down. She'd move it around. Nothing would happen. And I finally got to the point where I was like, listen, I don't want to do it. It's not <laughs> happening. It's just not going to happen. It's just, let's just accept it. I don't need to feel the kick. Yeah. I mean, I did feel it a couple times. But but not like this time. This with she Lillian. thought that was weird, but it was just me getting frustrated. Well, with Lillian, you felt it. You made up. Yeah, I'm sure I did. Well, okay, so what about, so that's the pregnancy and also labor, sort of. But that time when we were, like, going up into labor, what were you thinking? I guess you kind of mentioned it already when you said, like, in the car, coming home from the chiropractors when you really realized it. But what about that night, that Thursday night, I made taco soup. And then I puked it all up. Like, do you remember anything from that time? I remember I remember something about someone was over and you were like, don't tell them that I'm getting labor. I can't remember who it was. Well, your cousin and his wife were over and your sister and your <laughs> parents came to pick your sister up. And they I were... Remember you giving me the eyes and be like, oh, I think this is happening now. Yeah, that was, that was real uncomfortable. Um, I don't. I, I remember you throwing up the soup. I remember you talked about you couldn't eat the soup ever again. Um, it did take. It took probably. Was that a the year night? Or... Did you get in the tub that first night, or is that the second mm, night? I don't think I. No, no, that was the second night. I saw her being like, 
this is probably I, I knew it wasn't going to be like I knew that it was going to take a while. Like I, I don't know why I, I don't know I shouldn't have thought that because the second time it did not. Well, I mean, but I just thought like labors. this was going to be a while, so it's not like it's okay. Like we'll just cruise for a little bit and see what happens. And then you kept like throwing up every twenty minutes, and that was really that- rough on me. <laughs> it was hard to sleep. You know, I'm just kidding. That was I mean it was concerning, but I wasn't like. You you kind of calmed me down about it, which is weird to think, but it was something you told me was pretty normal, or yeah, at least made me well, feel like it. Like I knew that it wasn't good for you, but I I knew like it wasn't something I needed to freak out and call anybody about. Yeah, I was in a weird spot, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but it yeah, it was fine. You were that I. That's funny that you say that because I kind of forgot that was kind of like something you were fixated on was like me getting food. Or liquids oh, down. Oh yeah, I kept trying to get you those ice cubes you made with orange juice and coconut. Yeah, water. I made this labor aid concoction, and turns out I couldn't have it. It made me super sick. I mean, it would make me super sick to have that. Those coconut water and orange juice is a great idea, but yeah, so that happened. Um, but okay, well, just what do you remember of the the whole labor? So I'm trying to remember. It's kind of get it kind of all gets meshed together because I also remember. Watching that movie with you, but I'm I'm trying. I think the I'm getting the two. Born? No, no, no. The uh, Animal House or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> was that the first night or the second night? That was I remember, the second night. That was. I guess when that's I when people in, came like, over. Yeah. People came over the second night, right? People no one came was over, over the first night. No, people came over the first night. Everybody came over the first night. That night was when I had to like I labored standing up all night because that was the only way that the contractions would come consistently. You were, were you on the birth ball that day or was it the next day? That was the next day. The first night, it seems as though you don't have much recollection of the first night. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just getting it all mixed up, but yeah, probably That not. was when I was late. I was leaning over our dresser on a oh, pile of yeah, pillows yeah, yeah, for a yeah, long yeah. time. I remember that now. Yeah, and then... And then you took a nap, and well, then... I remember you put on the the Hypno, music, babies. Hypno babies, and we were kind of swaying around for a while. Yeah, we did a little then swaying. Then I kind of sat next to you, and then kind of fell asleep a little. <laughs> took a little nap. But I also was like, listen, she's kind of doing her own thing. She'll wake me up when she's ready and needs me. And like I said, I had I didn't know what she wanted from me at this point, so I was just like, well, I'm here, so if she needs me, I'm like literally right here. So Yeah, and that really is... I mean, that really is a good point for moms, too, is... To really consider like what you think you will want and also make sure that you do convey it to your partner. Cause I, and not I just with birth, with everything in life. Just tell, <laughs> tell us. Just tell me what you want and that way I can do it. But I don't know what I want <laughs> and it changes. Tell me if you want me to stop doing that. And I, I'm um, yeah. So, okay. So that was that first night. And then we got into the birth pool and that's when all the contractions just stopped. And everybody left the house to go. Also, everybody came and you were like, I remember that you were like, I don't, like as soon as people showed up, it actually stopped. Mm-hmm. That's when you figured out you had a shy uterus for the first I time. I had a shy uterus, just like, really like most mammals, I would assume. Yeah. I didn't, did not like the crowd. But, oh, I do need to give a shout out to my BFF, Sarah, who just had her baby on Friday, December 6th. She just had her baby Jolene, and she loves to have a crowd at her births. Like, she really does very well with, like, a big group of people that she loves being there. I thought I would be the same way. I'm not really. Though there were a decent number of you people thought at you, Well, you birth. thought you wanted a lot of people Yes, yeah, what there. I'm saying. I thought I wanted that, and then, then I felt uncomfortable. Although I do remember you telling me beforehand, like, I'm inviting these people, but I also might want nobody in the room. Like, Which we was very true. very undecided. About most things. Yep. 
So, okay. So then that now when labor started getting like really active, that's, let's go to that part. Like we went to the chiropractor, came home and you were begging me to get in bed to take a nap. And that was around three. Was, <laughs> you you were, look so tired. I just was trying were, to help you out. You were, and I thought maybe you'd stop yelling at me if I'm sleeping if you were doing it with me. We're begging. Yes. And so then I laid down in the bed, which. Okay. It, by the way, though, the night before I did not sleep at all. Like she you knows, she said when she was doing the hypno babies thing, it was like literally intermittent. Like because she was throwing up every fifteen minutes. I wasn't. Minutes this, I, see, you started that first no, night. I'm pretty I sure didn't. you did. I didn't. It was the second. But no, it's okay. No, no, no. It's okay. I'm just saying. But, I was up. I was up a lot. <laughs> I was not sleeping. He wasn't getting I REM get sleep. He didn't get REM hours. sleep, and that's the problem. So, but this, okay, so the second day, we go to the chiropractor, we get home, we took a nap from like three to six, and that's when you put on. Together. Yes. I didn't sleep, but yes, I did, did I did rest, and and I, like, I, I was, was having, pretending to sleep so she would just lay down and rest. I wasn't sleeping either. Yeah, that's like what we do with Janie. So I, uh, I, was having contractions, but they were like every five minutes and they were intense from three to five and then, or excuse me, three to six. And then at six is when I got up and was like, you know what? Bump this. Like I've, I got to get to town. And that's when you turned on Animal House. Is that, that's what it's called? Animal House? Yeah. There's another movie we watched We too. watched Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, as yeah. well. The Animal right? House. Yeah. Because we both have never seen Animal House and we're like, we should watch this. This is a movie I think we should watch, right? I yeah. Think this is what this people seems watch like before. the time. Seems like the time. Yeah. It's about to be an animal house. And I remember sitting in front of the TV, you were, or you are sitting on the birth ball in front of the TV, and I was behind you. Um, there's we're in that there's somewhere in that scenario. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where I was in front of you, or you in front of me, or it's funny because it, even though like in between Janie and Lillian, we rearranged our room and then rearranged it back, <laughs> and so actually where I was sitting on the birth ball. Is the exact same place in both births. Yeah. Like, and I was doing the exact same sure thing. Sure, has something to do with nesting. You had to I'm sure. align your bedroom up yeah. with the North Star yeah. or something. With the North, yes, yeah, probably with the like North that. Star. Um, yeah, that's pretty interesting. So I was in active labor there for a while. And then I remember, same with Lillian's birth. Like, I got, I got into a kneeling position at the front of the bed. And that's when, and then my midwife came in. And I remember I was in that position when she came in. And then it wasn't long after that that I got into the tub. And that's when you started getting really <laughs> unhappy. <laughs> that is just so untrue. <laughs> I was worried for you getting cold. So she's talking about this part where she was in the bathtub. We filled it up and we were worried about having enough hot water because we had to fill up the pool with hot water. And she kept moving, had to move around a lot in the tub and she kept kicking the, she kept kicking the, uh, Drain. The drain kept opening it up and closing it. And I, I didn't say it me. I don't know. She she remembers. She was also like not in her right mind whatsoever. <laughs> she was thrown up. She was in, She was crazy. And she thinks that I yelled at her, but I just said, hey, don't stop hitting that thing. You're going to get all the hot water out of there. That is not, and that was even. That, quit I, I, doing I was, that. No, I said that even nicer than I just said it right now. I said, honey, be careful. You you're going to get all the angel. hot water out. Quit and then you're going to be cold. <laughs> and I was cold. I was shivering because yes, all the water did drain. Yes, and then and but, then we had to fill it up again, and then also the we ended up having to fill up the birth pool with boiling water from the sink because we ran out of hot water. Mm-hmm. Which she kept opening the. No, it water. had nothing to do with that. So I was trying to help her out. He was trying. He tried, ladies and gentlemen. He tried. 
But okay, so we go. I went through transition. He's what he's referring to is transition. So there's that. And I, yeah, most of my active labor was in our garden tub, and I still can't look at it quite the same. Like it's a really nice space. They actually re Thomas and his dad like redid that tub area before I had the baby, so it's really beautiful. But still, I love it. But still, there's like this twinge of oh gosh, like I went through a lot in that area. But so then we move. Okay, so finally, I think I got you to go get Elizabeth, the midwife, to come check on me. Mm-hmm. And she came and checked. There's somebody else there too. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. And. And um, so she came and checked on me and like walked into the, the bathtub and, or bathroom and I was like, I'm cold. And she was like, well, the birth pool is not filled up all the way yet. Let me, I just don't know that it, it's, it's probably going to be too cold in there. And so then I, I just remember she like dipped a finger into the, the tub that I was in and was like, oh, yep, it's warmer than that. Come on. And so... So that's when we moved over from one tub to the birthing pool, another tub. And that's when you guys started boiling water, right? Yeah. So now I'm starting to get my memories mixed up because you were in the birthing. What time was was, uh, Janie born at? 2.12 a.m. So remember you were in the... So the night before, did you ever get into the birthing Mm -hmm. pool? Yeah. So that's what what I remember. So that night, I thought you got into the tub before that. Mm. So you're in the birthing pool for a while and I was sitting on the couch next Mm -hmm. to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And I fell asleep that time. That time you weren't happy yeah. about that. <laughs> That's so the time I remember falling theme. asleep. That was that. No, no, that was the one time. There's a, there's that was the one time. Was that part? Like, now I remembered. I'm absolved of my sins. The next I can, day I didn't. No. I can remember you nope. sleeping in a number of places. No. First, I, rest, the bed. I rested my eyes a couple times to reserve energy because I knew I was going to have to do a lot. <laughs> I was catching the baby for Pete's sake. So I'd have to be on my aching. But uh, no, that's the only time I actually remember sleeping and like waking up an hour or two later and being like, oh, shoot, probably shouldn't have slept. But I, but I was holding her hand the whole time as she yeah. was in the and, tub. And you know what? It really. And honestly, like, she wasn't doing much anyway. So dang. I, I, yeah, I don't remember at that point what was going on. But so that's why I, I thought I could have sworn you got into the you were already throwing up or got into the bathtub that night. But I guess no, I'm just thinking. It, yeah, okay. the next day is when so I. So now it's coming back to me. Yeah, it was when it was an act of labor when I did, had the puke fest, and it really was like it was every 20 minutes or so, maybe even less at some points. At some points, it was every contraction. I would I dry. Just heave. Remember it being a long time that was happening. I was starting to get worried. Yeah, it was pretty. That's why I was trying to make you suck on those cues. It was pretty gross. And then you made shaved. The, finally, oh my gosh, yeah, that was a funny part, was I f- for so long have like made fun of the fact that at the hospital they're like, oh, but you can have, you know, ice chips. And lo and behold, at in my labor, in active labor, I tried to eat so many different things and I couldn't keep anything down but ice chips. Thomas ended up like Broken making- clock. Is right twice a day. <laughs> Thomas ended up making um, you. What did you, you just blended ice? Didn't you? Sounds. It was just probably. like shaved ice. It. It was. No, I probably took my time and actually shaved it out there for you. Nice. Oh yeah, hand yeah, hand shaved. shaved. Whittle whittling is that? Yeah, whittle whittled the I'm ice. Brew crafted something like that. Mm, very nice. But yeah, so oh gosh, where where were we just now? You had shaved ice and you thought it was amazing. Yeah, but I was trying to figure. Okay, anyway, let's go back to the part where I'm in the in the birth pool and it's legit. I'm gonna have a baby soon. So active labor. I'm in the birth pool. You guys are pouring boiling water into the pool. Yeah, I had to like put my hand behind you to make sure it like wasn't 
when we poured it in, it was like wasn't getting hot on you. Yeah, but I kept. Do you remember? I kept shifting my body yeah, to go like, under. <laughs> I was so cold. I just wanted the warmth, and so they would pour boiling water in, and I would like move my body over so that it would be directly on my skin. It was great, and it. I wasn't in the birth pool long before Janie came because it was like. The second time, yeah, you weren't in there yeah, long. Yeah, the second time. Then I remember um, you, it was like when, it, I was like, this thing is, I just remember thinking like, this is taking forever. Like, this is a super long birth. And then you're actually like, okay, I'm starting to push. And then like, it was six minutes, seven minutes later, Janie oh, was here and I was like. 11 minutes, yeah. Sort of being like, holy smokes, that went by real quick. Yeah. Everything before that was forever, but man, that <laughs> part just shot out. Well, really, I mean, when it's when I really look back, because for a long time it was like, gosh, it was, it was all the same thing. Like early labor, like the the labor that that kind of I felt like wasn't, or it turns out sort of wasn't doing anything. I think the Janie was just in a super wonky position, but that took forever, and it was intense. The contractions were intense, even though they weren't necessarily effective, which was very annoying. But then once once she got, I guess, into the right place and contractions really started, like, with active labor, I mean, that really wasn't that long. That was from, I, I would say, actual active labor started around 6 p.m., and then I had her at 2.12 a.m. So that's yeah. not... That was very quick. That's a... And I also remember, that's when I was, like, when I realized... Like what I thought birth was like was nothing like reality. You know, what like do you mean? The movies, just like the, you weren't screaming and yelling, and there wasn't blood everywhere. I mean, I guess there was eventually, but was there was no screaming and yelling and pain and wrenching. It was a very passionate sound, but it was. It was. <laughs> you know, the baby was out, and you were with it and holding it. And you know, the baby Janie was out, and you were like completely with it and holding her, and not like weak or falling or unable to move. Yeah. And you weren't like screaming in pain or anything. So it's just like, whoa, this is completely different than. The, well, the even noises. though I knew like that with what they told me that was going to happen, I still was like, uh, we'll see. Yeah. The noises were, were pretty fascinating though. The pushing oh, yes. noises. Oh, by the way, um, <laughs> just a, a word to the wise gentlemen, if anyone are listening, the birthing process is very special. And as much as you want to make a joke later or talk about something like an, a sound that sounds like an animal, don't do it because you will ruin a very special moment forever. So just keep it to yourself. If you're trying to joke about something, just don't. Just well, let it, it turns go. out that it didn't ruin it forever. But we did. We went back and listened to. And it was a beautiful. It was a beautiful sound, and it was very precious. <sighs> I have to joke about everything. I've got something wrong with me. It's a form of Tourette's. I cannot let a joke go if it pops in my head. So let's explain, though. I Janie is born, which Thomas was supposed to catch her, but turns out I she needed She wouldn't him. let me. Yeah, I wouldn't. Elizabeth, our midwife, was like, okay, Thomas, if you're going to catch her, like you need to come here right now. G.I. Joe Kung Fu grip. I was literally squeezing his arms, at, I mean, I, as hard as I could. Like, I, he, there was no way he could move, and I couldn't... I could have moved if I wanted to. Well, but I'm saying, like, you're in that place, like... Uh, uh, moms who have had babies before, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, nothing can move here. Nothing can change. I can't deal with change. This is the way that it is. This is the way it's going. So I'm holding on to Thomas's um, shoulders or arms... What are your biceps? It was like my outer, arms, yeah. Somewhere. Outer biceps. It was either my forearms or like my biceps. 
So I'm holding on and I push Janie out and then I pull, bring her up to me and I started talking to her and I, and it came out kind of like, hi Janie, you did it, you did it. And it was a very high pitched. It was a very natural, normal. It was like very genuine. It wasn't like, I'm trying to talk to a baby. It was just like you were worn out, but you were happy and elated. So it really sucked that I made a joke about it. Honestly, I figured it out later. But <laughs> so then he said, I that didn't I say it right then and there. No, it was after no, reviewing we were... the footage later, <laughs> play by play. That he said I sounded like a dolphin, <laughs> which is fair. Oops. Which which is fair. I did. It, it's not fair. It's something I should have kept in my head. That's, that's <laughs> just words of advice. Like I said, keep that to yourself. Postpartum. Just let it be. Postpartum. Caitlin lost. Her mind like cried a lot. So yes, that is a good point. If if there are odd sounds, understand that there will be odd sounds. And whether I it's will never be able to listen to this video. Yeah, that is true. I did say that, and now I can't. Now it's okay. It's behind I me. I felt bad though. It wasn't myself. <laughs> anyway, th- that was good that you brought that up. Okay. Um. Some other things that I wanted to ask you. Do you forgive me now? I forgive okay, you. Thank God. You're welcome. What was your favorite part of Janie's birth? Or what sticks out the most? Um, I mean, the thing that I remember the most is literally the, the car ride to the chiropractor. And I don't know why. I can't put my finger on it. But it to was like, or from? you know, they would say like sometimes two on the way to it. You know, they say like it takes a while for the dad to really like it to be real. Like even sometimes it takes like months after the birth for it to like really kick in. But... For me, it was literally in that moment, it was like, oh, here it comes. Like, oh my gosh, how could I have not been like feeling this way before right now? Like it just all hit me of (laughs) not really, I mean, scared is the word, but it's not like because I was scared of it. It was just more like, oh gosh, this is going to be crazy. Like this is, I mean, obviously it's life changing already, but this is going to be like, this is intense. Like it's over. Like we have no more time together alone. I mean, obviously eventually, but just like this is going to be very very different which is funny i have not heard i, I have not heard you say that about that car ride really? but I feel like mm-hmm. you talked about it but it's funny because like a week before Janie was born we went out and got milkshakes and i remember saying to you like this is it like we're never yeah, like i, I was really like i was kind of having a panic about it and you were like it's going to be fine. Like, this is great. And we will have time. Just yeah. And it's, it. it's also one of those things that always seem very distant, very distant in the, in the future. And even when she started going to labor that night, when it went away, I was like, oh, I guess it's not happening. <laughs> like, you know, some, you know, I think she said like, it's a possibility that it could be like a week later, you know, like it could have been like false contracts or whatever they're called. Um, so for some reason I thought, well, maybe this is not happening. And then I just remember on the ride over when she, every single bump, I remember being like, oh no, this is happening and it's going to be today or tonight. And uh, there's that. And also the, the, I think I found out that night that the, when, when Janie like crawled up on your, and started like kicking on your fundus, that that was like a thing that helped stop the, uh, bleeding. the bleeding. I don't know. It's just really cool to watch her immediately be able to crawl up or mm-hmm. kick up and like latch on as if she'd been doing it forever, which is, I don't know. I yeah. thought that was really cool. 
We did the breast crawl is what he's referring to, which with it worked with Janie Lillian had a really short cord and she was in the like we I didn't get out of the tub for a while. But yeah, we just laid Janie on my abdomen and she kicked on up to the to the nip. Yeah, no, it was intense and pretty cool. What about and also didn't realize there's another birth after birth, too. That was interesting. I didn't know. I thought the The placenta placenta came out Mm. in the tub, you know, like when it happened, not that you had to like pull it out later, pretty much. That was Yank it out. What about the, like... I mean, there's a lot of other little parts, but that was just kind of like the main, yeah. obviously. What about the, um, like, immediate postpartum, like the first few days? What what sticks out to you? Uh, probably the lasagna your mom made and the Mexican Cokes we had, like, every two hours. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I gained about 30 pounds when Caitlin was... I gained 50 pounds total with the pregnancy, 30 pounds beforehand, <laughs> and then the 20 pounds in the two weeks afterwards where... We got to just lay in bed and eat this amazing, and I don't know why, but it was just the most amazing lasagna casserole or whatever it was. But that mixed what we got, like a thing of Mexican Cokes for Christmas or something like that (laughs) from Costco. I guess it was before Christmas. We just got a big case of them and probably had like, we probably had like four meals a day of the lasagna and at every meal probably have like a. It was pretty disgusting. I mean, it was not, it bliss. was delicious. It was, it was delicious, pure but bliss. it was laying in bed all day watching the office and yeah. And then I just wonder like I wondered, I didn't realize that I was having an autoimmune response when I was breastfeeding, but but I was and uh, Yeah, not, I don't recommend uh doing that, but it was just, that's what I remember. <laughs> but we did far. do it. And no, but it I remember it was pretty chill though. I mean, we saw like the joke Except for aside. Janie's uh, Yeah, but the first night she the first night after so it was the following evening. So there's like 3 a.m. and then that night, mm-hmm. um, she had a horrible rash, and uh, remember we were really freaked out about that. And my brother came over and introduced me to Rick and Morty that night, helped get my mind <laughs> up for a minute. But um, I remember that. I, see, I don't remember her having that for a while, but you, you told me she had it for like a week. I remember it kind of going away. Yeah, it was. She had it for a while, but it was that night. So we. But it was really scary. It was like. Holy smokes! It's the first day. There's already something wrong. Like, I, yeah, like, really what scary. are we gonna do? This is. We like sent a bunch of people the pictures of it, and we knew deep down that like you know this is pretty normal and it'll. Well, be fine. I don't but think at it, first I mean, it was it just was like a, this is scary. What is this? Is this gonna be uh, something we have to go to the doctor for? And we were trying to figure out what because you know when they're that new and there's a rash, it's like okay, well anything could be the culprit. Like we don't know this baby. Like it could be laundry detergent. It could be the diaper she's wearing, which is actually what and we can't even ask her because sure, she can't talk. We can't even point. ask her, but we're pretty Brand confident that it turned it, that it was the diapers that they were uh, oh, yeah. contaminated with what we think was aluminum. But, um, that's a whole other story. Biofeedback for the win. But, um, but yeah, so, but do you remember, do you remember the poop story? Oh Yeah. Uh, you probably tell it better than me, but just the, I remember you were holding her and you were like, she was had your hand under her butt and she just, it was like, it's hard to explain because I want to say it's kind of like an ice cream thing, but it's, it was way faster. <laughs> Imagine like one of those little ice cream things where you pull the lever and it kind of swirls out. It was let, like that at like five times the speed, just filled her hand up perfectly, like a cock gun almost just like filled her hand up perfectly with this disgusting sludge of a poop <laughs> it was you know, so disgusting but it's also so funny at the same time i'm just so glad that it was you and not me but well the best part about that was that earlier was like in the so- day it almost looked like a solid it was crazy yeah meconium is weird but earlier in the day thomas had changed a, a poop diaper and he got 
the teeniest amount of meconium on his pinky, and he was losing his okay, mind. Well, backstory: I have real issues with body fluids. Like, I just <laughs> really, really, really do. I was like seriously worried about having it. I was like, my only worry was, I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to change a diaper. Like, I'm not gonna be able to deal with it if I get it on my hands, which obviously <laughs> goes away instantly. Like, it, you know, you got to do it and it gets away. But I was. I had a, I had issues that I got over. You did, get especially over. when it's like your own kid. It's like, well, be like cleaning myself, so it's fine. So he's. But changing, yeah, it did freak me out. A it bit. did. He's changing the diaper. He got a I'm tiny a little little bit on his pinky, and he's freaking out about it. He was like, "Oh my gosh, that stuff's so disgusting!" Blah blah blah. Well, then that evening, he sees this happen to me, <laughs> and and I took it in stride. Like, I mean, moms, you get it. Like, eh, whatever. Like, okay, my baby just crapped in my hand. Well, that's that. But he was in awe of me and was like, oh my gosh, you are so amazing and was so kind and flattering. And it was like, okay, this is clearly more profound to him than <laughs> watching me give birth to the child was that so I... so <laughs> elegant in the way you handled that. The beauty was raw. Raw beauty. I just remember thinking that later. Like, okay, well, you're giving me way more feedback with this. I think I was also trying to bide you so you didn't ask me to help you. Like, oh, you are so great and awesome <laughs> here. Probably... Let me, like, get away from you right now. You take care of it. Oh, my gosh. So we kind of talked about how you learned you learned a good bit from that birth going into our second birth, right? Yeah, I mean, just learned. And I... Didn't even learn. I kind of, from talking to you, I mean, mm-hmm. I learned it and then you kind of helped reinforce it was, because I, I mean, I, I thought she would tell me she needed something and like, I didn't realize like, I need to ask her what she needs and what I can do for her and kind of plan it out a little bit instead of just being like, well, whatever happens, happens. Um, especially if you're knowing what your specific role is and like down to like, when do you want me to do something? When do you want me to say something? How do you want me to say it? You know, just making sure you know exactly what they want because I mean, it's good to know. It might change, and they'll let you know too. But like, it's just—it's really good to know what they're going to need from you because they're going to need a lot from you. That's that's a good point too. Is like think about, or maybe they won't need a lot from you, but they'll let you know. Right, like thinking about love languages. That was something that I reminded Thomas before I went into labor was just like you know, hey, I am really a words of affirmation kind of person. Like I really that will that will mean a lot to me if if you talk to me and you know tell me I'm doing a good job even if you don't think I'm doing a good job well, yeah and, and but, with the first one I remember when she was telling me what she needed like of course I think you're doing a good job of course I think you're amazing of course I think this is like a crazy thing that you're able to do this without you know going to the hospital without having to take medication like of course it's just you know I always assume people understand what I think about them and it was obviously awake you know something i need to realize like okay people don't know that and they need to hear that and i mean that's just not only in birth but in other parts of life too but you know it definitely helped me with the second one to i think be better and to be there for more and and to say those words of affirmation that i obviously naturally think it's not like i have to be told to say that or think that i just have to be reminded to verbalize it yeah yeah i definitely I learned a lot, too, just, like, realizing that I needed to talk to you about those things. But I will say that is why, like, even as a birth worker, I thought, oh, it'll be fine. Like, I don't need a doula, uh, like a, a trained doula. But I can't recommend hiring a trained doula 
enough because they can come in and be, you know, in that situation, they could have been like, oh, Thomas, like, why don't you try putting your hands here? Blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, Thomas, why don't you go take a really good nap and I'll take care of it for this period of time, you know? So a lot of the things that that went below perfect in our first birth would have been fixed if if I would have been adamant about hiring a doula, which I wasn't, which I was like, nah, we don't need one. So that is some info for you guys. Would have been a better Yelp review for sure. <laughs> would have been a better Yelp review. Um, okay, so let's switch over and talk about parenthood with our sweet little Janie P. Pie. <laughs> Take a deep breath. What has it been like to be a dad? And especially, specifically a dad to Janie, but a dad. I mean, it's been awesome. It's it's also one of those things that, I mean, it's so cliche, but it, it's so hard to explain to somebody who's not it. Like, it's it's just a whole different ballpark. It's really hard to explain. I mean, it's awesome. It's also one of those things that it's it's hard to imagine life before that part. Like, well, you know, what was I doing? What was, I, what was my point in life? Like, it just seems like once you're a dad, you're like, oh, man, I just feel like this is always how it's been, even though it wasn't. Um it's also one of those things like how can you prepare to be a dad like what do you need to start thinking about what do you need to start doing and it's like you can't you can't prepare for it and something just has to hit you in the face a little bit and it's also you know especially with your kid and what they need to do or whatever it's like well every kid's different you can read as many books as you want but you're gonna have to fine-tune how you are as a parent to match up your kid perfectly and I mean there's obviously things you know books you can read and and kind of ideas you can start with but I don't know. I think it's just one of those things that is very hard to put into words, but it's it's a wonderful thing, and I'm glad that it happened the way it did. And you know, I I know a lot of people are like, oh, I want to have kids one day, and blah blah blah. But it's like until it kind of just happens, it's it's one of those things that it's nothing you can plan for. Just kind of, I know it's not good advice, but it's just one of those. I mean, it's just our our not particularly planned children both have turned out super great so yeah. <laughs> i feel good about it yeah it's i mean it's great i love it it's just hard to put into words really for someone also it's just hard period <laughs> it is hard and it's really hard it does i guess the a, a good advice is to really be on the same page about everything that you possibly can be with your spouse and it's also good to not interfere with like you know even if you if there's something going on when you're punishing your kid or talking to them and your spouse disagrees with it to be like okay well I could interject right now or I can wait to let her and talk to her privately and just kind of being on that united front is a really good idea and not trying to kind of underhand them in the moment is is probably really good advice as far as being a dad or even a mom where's that coming from I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'd do that more to you, so it's more. So I was just kidding. Well, okay, so with Janie, what like what do you like to do with Janie, first of all? I mean, I know what you like to do, but What do I like to do with her? Yeah, like what do you guys do for fun? You and Jaybird. I mean, a lot of different things. One of the things I really like doing with her, we don't really do anymore, but we used to go to these like these big pine trees behind my uh, parents' house. And uh, it's kind of family land out there. And my uncle, who lives next door to my dad, he always hits golf balls and he'd hit them into this big pine forest. So me and her would walk through the forest and just find all the golf balls. And she'd be like, do you see something over here? And I'd like, you know, point her towards a golf ball. It's like, there's one. And we like go find it and dig it out. I know that sounds silly, but that was just a lot of fun. I remember 
what about love them to do then? Yeah, but even today, like you guys were playing away. Oh, she in the loves play er- in the play loves, area, uh, which sometimes she calls the play era. She loves puppet game shows. Her favorite game. the puppet game show, where I just do different voices for her puppets. <laughs> they're that are pretty they're similar. Not I just they're forget dolls. whatever puppets. <laughs> I know, but she calls them puppets. Yeah, it's they're super dolls. Cute. <laughs> she's got a big owl and a big hippo. They're kind of stationary, and then she's got a couple other ones. I kind of hide behind the hippo and the owl, big owl, and then we hold babies, take them grocery shopping, and they there's were also Maud. It's an old lady puppet. Yeah, Maud. She likes a lot too. Maud. Uh, they today they were um, they were going to see the Nutcracker. Oh, that's right. They wanted to go see the Nutcracker. Yeah, which is what we did yesterday. So that makes sense. So that's we got them all in today. the car, which is a grocery cart, and we went <laughs> to the Nutcracker. <laughs> oh my gosh. She also really likes to be read to a lot, so we do a lot of reading. Yeah, she um, loves that. She also is now very into stories. Oh, yeah. She is a crackhead for stories. Like, we'll seriously lose it if she doesn't get enough stories. And we'll we'll always negotiate on how many stories. And after the last story, it's like, oh, one more, one more story. And sometimes I give in. And then she'll try to interject in the middle of my story about the other things she wants. Because I make up every story as it goes. And she always wants me to, like, so tonight I was telling her a story about... Uh, Bananas. It was a princess and a monkey and bananas, and then she kept trying to add the gingerbread man into it. It's like, <laughs> if you say the gingerbread one more one more time, you're not getting any stories you got. She's like, okay, and that's so why I ended it. And I ended up putting the gingerbread man in the oh, story. Wow. So there's <laughs> push, a lot of that that happens. That yeah, she she is a story queen. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of any last final things. What's your? You already gave a little bit of advice, but. Any other fatherhood? Oh, one another thing that I think everybody should do, just in general, but especially with children, is um, I read an article recently, and, and I'm really bad at doing this. Is looking like when I'm playing with her, doing something with her, not being a hundred percent invested in what's going on, not being a hundred percent connected to her, or paying attention. And by that, I mean having my phone open. You know, reading an article on my computer or my phone while playing with you know, like half playing with her after doing that. And uh, I just read this or watched a YouTube video or something. It just really kind of broke my heart a little bit about how these kids see that and think, oh, wow, he loves this phone more than he loves me or he's paying attention. You know, just the idea of they could – they notice. They notice when you're not paying attention. They notice when you're half doing something. And, you know, I noticed sometimes she'd be acting out a little bit when that was happening and I wasn't really connecting the dots. So it's really – if I mean – with work and things, I know you have to be working on your phone even when you're watching your kids sometimes or whatever, but just trying to find a way to like, okay, I'm doing this right now. I can't pay attention to you. But when I'm done, I'll give you my full attention instead of trying to mix it together and having them kind of be, I don't know, distraught over that. That's great. That's great advice. All right. Let's end um, with a few Janieisms. Some of Janie, the Janie sayings. Well, she's she has the evolved I love you. So it was, uh, <laughs> I love you, I... I love you the first day. I love you the first day. I love you since the first day. And then there's another one too in there before the one. And then last night, she or this night, she told me, oh, it was last night. I love you since the first day of school, she told me. <laughs> when she's never been Oh, to we'll school. always be super. Oh, oh we'll, over, we'll, we'll always be, be powers. Pa- <laughs> That's it. That's one of them. Oh, so my God. So she'd say, I love you. I love you. And I'd say, I love you too. She's like, I love you for the first day. I said, I love you from the first day. I said, I love you before that. And then she'd say, Will always be powers. That's, that is one of the best. Well, I just I'll never forget one time she was whispering and it might hear, "I love you, mommy." Will always be powers.
hours. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yes, we will. That's the best. She also always asks me if she's allowed to call people stinky or not. Daddy, can I say stinky? I but can I, I can say that. Stinky? But I can I can say that to you. <laughs> she's very obsessed with which words she can and cannot say, which reminds me a lot of me, except I was yeah. a little older in my life, I guess I was always pushing the limits on naughty things to say. So I'm kind of getting scared already. <laughs> yeah. She's really into, she knows, all, she knows the body parts. Yeah. So she, she knows those. Oh, one time she told me, I picked her up. I wish I could remember exactly what it was. I picked her up from her grandparents' house and we were riding home and, uh, she's like, daddy, uh, I can't remember. What, well, she said something about me being a girl She's like, you probably got a vulva. Yeah. It's okay, Daddy. You don't have to cry. You got a vulva. <laughs> she said. She was sitting there bullying vulva, me. Though. She was bullying vulva. me the whole way around, saying, she, "Oh, she's like, I don't love you. Uh, it's okay, Daddy. You have a vulva. You don't have to cry." <laughs> Little did I know, I was crying tears of pride. <laughs> Little did she, she know. She was sitting there bullying me. Oh man, it was so. Yeah, awesome. she is. She's a real <laughs> sass master. A real stinker. But she is the coolest. Most intelligent. Like, that's one thing about Janie. She did everything. Like, she was so verbal so early. She would sing all day. Like, people still, I mean, she's in the 99.9th percentile for her height and weight. And so people think she's like five. 99 problems, but Janie ain't. Janie is 99.9% of the time the problem. Yeah, but she is she's too smart. She's like says stuff I'm like, "What in the world? How did you even understand that idea yet?" And also, yeah. don't say that. She at least in front of people. Yeah. She is so incredible and she I feel like she was such a blessing to me as a mother to be my first child just because already I mean Sometimes parents get that first child and it's just like a super chill, laid back, easy baby, which is great. Janie was not really like has never been that. She knows who she is. She has a very robust will and you know yeah. she's she is she's intense and it has really I don't know, it's it's been cool for me to see because I know that's how I was as a child. So number 1, I feel like I I try to do my best to, like, help her with it instead of, like, you know, I don't want to crush her spirit ever. But it also has made me appreciate all the other moms, too. And I've never, never have I not been humble because <laughs> she will bring you to your knees. <laughs> she definitely has a very strong spirit. And uh, we're, we've been trying to find a priest to exercise it, but just have not got that accomplished yet. Oh, we love her so much, though. I'm so grateful. Also, for she it. sleeps great. I'll have to give her that. Yeah. She's she, always slept great. Lillian mm-hmm. does, too. Yeah, Knock we, on some wood here. But they, uh, they've been great sleepers. sleepers. And she's also the, very strong. This girl does pull-ups. She hangs for a long time. She likes to squat. She's been climbing since she was like, we got our little climbing bar since she was like, what, eight months old? Or I guess it was a year old because mm-hmm. it was that first Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. She yeah. was climbing stuff before she could even walk, which was shortly after that too. Yeah. And she was talking she's pretty since, cool. since before. She she's pretty work. funny. She cracks us up almost every single day. Like, you know, she'll be doing something and we'll be trying to reprimand her or talk to her about it, and then we're just trying so hard not to laugh at the way she's 
either defending herself or bargain, bargaining about something oh, else. Yeah. And it's She's just like, bargainer. we are just dying, but we have to like not, Caitlin's the worst about it. I can hold my face. She, she'll start laughing out loud. I'll try to like Ooh. at least hold it in. I'm like, you're killing me. Over I try so hard. But it is hard because it is, is hilarious. so funny. She is, I mean, like so intensely funny. I should probably make like a podcast with Janie too and have her yeah. <laughs> say some of the things that she says. Also, one of my favorite little Janieisms was that she, number, I've got two of them. So for a while, she was listening to the song The Wheels on the Bus, and she loved this. This was when she was not even two years old yet. She thought that the words were, read the books, run around, which totally made sense for her life because those were the two things that she did the most was read the books, run around. So read the books, run around was her favorite song. And then around this time last year, this like just popped up on my memories. Uh, we asked her, this was when we didn't, you know, we were pregnant. We didn't know what the baby was. And I was like, Janie, if you have a baby sister, what would you want to name her? And she deadpan looked at me in the face and just said, Alan, <laughs> <laughs> we did go in another direction. Yeah. But anyway, this is all a happy birthday to you, Janie Peepie. When you listen to this in the future, we're being a little sassy about you, but it's because you were sassy first. We and we love you so, so much. You are the light of our life. You are just the most amazing big sister you were so sweet to your sister. Oh, she is incredible. Like, for what she when she's naughty, it's not like I was worried with Lillian that she was going to be, you know, because she said some things before and they were like, uh oh, is she going to be mean to Lillian? <laughs> but she is so like her. Like I had to like grab her away from Lillian because she's just nonstop grabbing her hands Loving and her trying too to much. grab her cheek, but not in a mean way. Just like oh, Lily, Lily, you know, kissing her nonstop. She is obsessed with her little sister. She's like just gonna, absolutely yeah. loves her, which is great. Yeah, so that is, it. I would say that, that is one of the, the best ways to see her little heart shine is when she's with her sister. She absolutely adores her. Yeah, she tries to pick her up sometimes too. Does, she does try to pick but her up. But it's out of love. <laughs> it's not out of trying to hold her by her neck. <laughs> oh, anyway, well, we'll wrap this up, guys. Thank you for listening and enjoying our little reminiscence on our first birth and our sweet first baby, Janie Peepie Shmushmo. We love her so much and we love you guys for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you back here at the very, very end of December. Actually, I said January at the very beginning of this episode, but December 30th is a Monday. So I'll post a show then. It's the day before your birthday. And it's the day before my birthday, and I will be I 28. So wish me luck. All right, guys, have a wonderful Christmas, and I will see you soon. Bye.